welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we start a brand new series today. And I am excited to be bringing this to you. This is something that is near and dear to my heart that I talk about often, um, especially when I speak to people who are Uh, frustrated with the climate of the world, uh, or perhaps they're just feeling downtrodden, or maybe uh, they're leaders in an organization that just feel like they can't seem to get their staff out of the slump they're in. Um, And maybe they themselves are in a slump. And uh, so really depression has been on the rise over the last year and a half. I'm very aware of that. I'm also very aware of and have done immense studies, well over 10,000 hours of studies plus, plus on neurochemicals and understanding the brain and how it works and and uh, also the variables and factors involved in the uh, alteration of brain chemistry and neuroplasticity as well as uh, the full gamut of physiology and how we can affect our own minds and our state of mind. And um, I've put together many, many workshops and uh, taught on it uh, literally thousands of times, as well as coaching uh, executives and and individuals one-on-one in helping them to alter their brain chemistry. So um, I feel qualified, although I am not trying to be your doctor or take the place of your doctor, but I feel qualified to share some information with you today, or actually in this series uh, that I believe will help you. Uh, I'm not saying it's a cure-all, not by any means, um, but I think some of the things that I'm going to share could be uh, incredibly um, enlightening and uh, and give you some hope. All right. So the specific neurochemicals I want to be talking about, I'm going to be talking about, are serotonin and dopamine. Um, and those of you that are not familiar with them, I'm going to educate you on those. Uh, but I'm also going to e- explain how they can have a serious effect on the brain and the functionality of the brain, but have also been uh, frequently related to depression. Now, obviously, you know, there's been multiple studies on this, um, and there may be other reports besides the ones that I'm going to share, but I do want to let you know that I get my sources from doctors and PhDs as well as um, other sources that... Um, that I and I will probably call them out if I'm using anyone else's sources on these. I will call them out, um, but I but I'm going to share a gamut of information that I think will help you. Now I know depression is a serious condition, and it, and it can negatively affect how a person thinks, feels, and behaves. And um, there have been so many studies on it that it causes. They found that it's it's causing just a gamut of of disability and common disorders, both mentally and even physically. All right. Um, and during the the last several years, there is increased access to brain imaging technology that allows neuroscientists and you know experts in the field, uh, neurosurgeons, hospitals, clinicians, 
to view the brain in detail, measuring neural activity and quantifying transmitter levels, etc., etc. And I, I myself subjected uh, myself to tests to learn the dopamine and the serotonin levels and the hormone levels and all those things that I needed to understand about my own brain so that I could adjust my life, my habits, my schedule, my uh, my thinking patterns in order to maintain a, a very uh, good balance in all of these areas. Uh, am I an expert in it? No, I don't confess to be. I won't confess to be. But as I said, I do feel qualified to share some information with you on this that I think could help. And I think it's a very timely topic. And I think it's a topic that uh, could be very impactful for some of you out there. All right. Uh, now, again, go talk to your doctor after I share this with you. <laughs> I'll probably repeat that because I'm not trying to be your doctor. Now, serotonin is considered the happy neurotransmitter, as is, well, dopamine is the reward transmitter. Um, and we're going to talk about dopamine a little bit, too. Uh, uh, various animal uh, tests have demonstrated that chronic stress causes low serotonin levels in the brain. Uh, in patients, low brain serotonin activity correlates with a higher risk for, you know, uh, bad thoughts, unfortunately, and even suicides, which I hate to mention that word, but unfortunately we have seen that on the rise as well. Serotonin levels have also uh, been implicated in, in uh, you know, different uh, other disorders that could be related to seasons. In fact, they're called SAD, S-A-D, Seasonal Affective Disorder, which is kind of uh, interesting. And uh, according to recent studies, uh, sunlight can help keep serotonin levels higher um, based on the vitamin D and, you know, the, the transporter activity that happens as a result. So now uh, serotonin-releasing neurons use SERT to recapture release serotonin. Limiting SERT activity increases serotonin-dependent activity and downstream neuronal signaling. All right. Now I am reading that section from an article um, that was written by Ph.D. Dolores Garcia Arocena. Um, and uh, it's, it's found uh, from the Jackson Laboratory if you want to look that up. I, I'm going to be kind of pulling information from here and there and everywhere, but I'll try to go ahead and quote if I pull something directly. Now, uh, the most current widely prescribed antidepressants, such as Prozac, Zoloft, Paxil, Celexa, uh, these are uh, reuptake inhibitors, so they're SSRIs. And uh, their job is to block the uptake of serotonin via SERT, which we just mentioned, by the neurons that produced it, making the neurochemical more available to neighboring postsynaptic neurons. Now, in simple terms, what I'm saying is it's an, it's an artificial way to produce more serotonin and get it where it needs to go, okay? You have um, these little receptors at the end of your synaptic connections that are constantly releasing different neurochemicals, including serotonin, dopamine, and many others. So I want to take a deeper dive on this and I want to talk about, but I'm also going to be sharing with you uh, several ways in which you can increase serotonin naturally. So you're going to want to stay with me for the whole series. I think this is going to be an eye opener. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Looking forward to having you back tomorrow as we continue this discussion. Thank you for joining me.